Hello and welcome to this episode of the Varley Vehicle. Let's step inside, let's strap ourselves in and take our mind for a little ride. Uh, past couple of days I've been working on an ebook uh, about the story of uh, about my story. And one of the things come up and I thought I'd make a good little podcast is um, a lousy nickel. That's what I'm that's what I'm titling this podcast. A lousy nickel owed to overtime. And it's coming up on a 10-year anniversary that I made a decision that overtime is bad. Overtime is just bad, bad, bad. Now, let me set the stage. Let's go back uh, the previous 10 years. So we're looking at uh, 1990. And I took a job working for a family-run business. I was selling body shop supplies, body paints, uh, welding gases, industrial welders, uh, anything in that, that line of work. Like I said, small family-run business. They had five stores. Uh, it was interesting because uh, the managers of the stores were paid salary. I was assistant manager. I was paid a wage, and my wage was tied to the drivers for the company who were union drivers. So... Every three years, our contract would come up, and they would get a quarter an hour raise divided over three years. So usually the first year was a nickel, then the second year was a dime, and then the third year was a dime. So what it came down to was I had a dream and a goal. I knew I, I didn't exactly know what it was at that point. But I knew, I knew I was put here for more than what I was doing. There was a reason I was put here on this earth. And I've always been the person that uh, people like to uh, feel comfortable around me and they, they'll tell their problems to or maybe uh, seek advice from me. Um, just eh, maybe it's the way I look. I don't know, but that's, that's been that way my entire life. So I knew it was going to be something in that in that field, but I just, at that particular time, couldn't figure it out. So there, there I am pushing, um, body, body paints, automotive paints. And let me tell you, if you've ever been inside a body shop and smell some of those fumes, whoo, oh man, oh, you know, smell is one of those, one of those senses that can take you back and put you instantly where you were the first time you smelled that. And uh, every once in a while, I'll go back into that store and, and visit um, a guy I used to work with. I worked with him for 10 years side by side. And um, when I would walk in that store after being gone, oh, oh, what a smell. And the amazing thing is when I was working there, after the first month, got used to it and people would come in and I remember they'd come into the store and say, Oh, how can you take that? We'd, we'd be like, what, what smell? What, you know, we, we didn't have no smell, but, uh, back to my point of the lousy nickel, this company paid me just enough because each year I knew I was getting a raise. And in some years it was a lousy nickel. And that prevented me from really truly reaching for my dream. You know, here I was, you know, I've talked about this before about life is about 
making decisions, simple decisions, and then looking at your perspective from this new decision. And here I am making, at that time, $12 an hour, which, hey, to some people, that might seem like a lot of money. To me, it's not a lot of money. That works out to be, what, $25,000, $26,000 a year, which is not a lot of money. So uh, that's, that's what ended up being my, my base wage. In order to make more money, I would have to work overtime. Now, we were open, excuse me, open, <laughs> we were open on Saturdays a half a day, but you got time and a half. So you worked for four hours and got paid for eight. Woohoo! And I'll tell you what else I did. And if you're ever in Pittsburgh and you happen to stop into this company, this business, please don't tell them I did this. I used to, I used to work an extra half hour each day. My buddy would let me do that. So that by Friday, I would have two and a half hours of overtime already built into the week. Then that Saturday, I'd work four. So I was looking at six and a half hours of overtime, but getting paid for 13. How great is life then, huh? Woohoo! Wow! Who cared about my personal life? Who cared that Friday nights were really couldn't go out because I had to work the next day and I was the one in charge. So I had to run the store for four and a half hours while someone worked with me, but it all came down on my shoulders. Who cared if I never had a weekend off? You know, another thing about this that was just truly amazing and, and for that lousy stinking nickel I put up with, we used to get Good Friday off. And get paid for it, but there was a catch. In order to have that Saturday off and make it a quote long weekend, we'd be open a half a day on Friday. That would be our Saturday. And again, you got overtime pay, but it wasn't holiday pay. So, you know, and I fell for that for 10 years. For 10 years, I worked every good Friday because my buddy who I worked with, he was salary, so he didn't get overtime. And then an amazing thing happened. The owners caught, caught up to what was going on. My buddy would work one Saturday a month. He didn't get paid for it, but he would work it. I'd work the other three because I got paid for it. And they started to catch on. And they said, you know what? You have to work two Saturdays a month because it saved them money. It saved them money. And that's amazing that I put up with that because I was stuck. I was stuck. I could not get out of this. And maybe you people like, or like that that are listening, maybe you're stuck. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can get unstuck. I did it. Follow my lead. If I did it, you can do it. And this is a guy, and you know what? I'm not even ashamed to admit this. When I was working at this company, I still lived at home with my parents. I would pay them room and board. But here I am, stuck because, one, I wasn't making enough money to go out and get a place. Because I was still paying off my college loans. 
Yeah. And you know what? It all comes back to we are responsible for our lives. No matter how they turn out, we made the decisions and we live with the consequences. No one put a gun to my head or no one forced me when I graduated from Duquesne University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 1987 to say, here is where you have to go and work. You must report for duty right here. And this is all you're ever going to make. And that's life and tough. I chose to do that. And until you accept the responsibility that your life is where you put it, you're going to be stuck. (laughs) Simple as that. So what ended up happening is I don't want to give my ebook away, but I just decided that after 10 years, it was time to make a change. Now, the amazing thing is I probably knew five years into that, that I had to make, I had to make a move, but it took me another five years to pull the trigger on that decision. And let me tell you this, life turned out awesome. It turned out awesome. And the same thing can happen to you. Was it always a bed of roses? No, (laughs) life's not about that. You know, life has its ups and downs, you know, and the key is, hey, when you're the downswing, you know, you know, the upswing is coming. And for me, you know, every, I look at, I look at it this way. Every situation is an opportunity and every situation has an obstacle, but those obstacles, when you look all the way around them and, and just look clearly You can find an opportunity in them. And that's what I deal with every obstacle that ever, that ever has ever come my way since then. At the times, didn't know it, didn't know I was doing that until I got into personal development and realized, hey, that's what I've been doing. (sighs) But I think back to how for a lousy U.S. nickel, a Thomas Jefferson nickel. I allowed that to steer my life for 10 years. Made a lot of good friends. Had some very good times there. But also lost a lot of self-esteem because of a stupid nickel. Jeez. So, let that be a lesson to you. You can change. Just have to simply make the decision to change. So let's take an action step today before we pull our our minds back into the garage and park them for this episode. And today's action step is going to be a little math problem. And to steal a line from one of my very best friends in the pharmaceutical industries, Mike, I was told there'd be no math. (laughs) Well, here's our little math problem. I want you to sit down and figure out whatever the goal is you're trying to attain or your dream, whatever it is you're trying to obtain. And if you're a salary worker, if you get bonuses, or if you're an hourly worker and you get, you 
get a wage and you get overtime. Exactly how much overtime or how many bonuses are you, or excuse me, is it going to take to pay for your dream? And I'm not even, I'm not even talking about hours spent away from your family. I'm just talking straight U.S. if you're in U.S. USDA greenbacks, the United States dollar. Or if you're in another country, if you're in Canada, whatever the Canadian dollar is. If you're in South Korea, whatever your denomination is, your currency. What is it? What's your dream worth? I hope it's, I pray it's worth more than a lousy nickel mine was. And thank you, universe, that is no longer worth that. It's worth a hell of a lot more. Alrighty. That's, uh, that's parked the vehicle for today. I think it's been a very good, very good conversation. And once again, I truly, truly thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a great day because you absolutely deserve it.